It looks like something from a science fiction movie, with so many machines and tubes going into and out of bags hung on poles. For a moment, it doesn't register that all those tubes and hoses are connected to a person. I have no memory of what he looked like when I was little, and the only photo of Great Uncle Ted in our house is from ages and ages ago. It shows a burly man with a crew cut sitting in a living room in the 1960s. He's got a cigarette in one hand and a lighter in the other. I wonder, if he hadn't smoked so many cigarettes, maybe he wouldn't be here now. He's looking at the camera with a confident grin that says, This is not a man to mess with. The only other place I've ever seen Asian men with kick-butt expressions like that is in samurai or martial arts movies. Not that I watch them all that much. I mean, it's bad enough other people make assumptions about us Asian kids. No need for me to help out. But I gotta say, that photo can't be further from the old man lying in this bed. The grossest thing is the tube going right up into his nose. It looks horrible and is attached to a machine that does who knows what. I go and stand awkwardly by the window, unsure of what to do. I wish Mom had come in with me, but she said Great Uncle Ted wants to see me alone. Dying man's last wish and all, I guess. I clear my throat and sort of whisper, Um, hi? Urgh. The two veiny sacks of his eyelids slowly open, and when he sees me, he gestures, beckoning me over with one hand. I gingerly approach the chair next to his bed careful not to disturb any of the wires and tubes snaking around him. It's hard. I have visions of knocking into some hose or other just as I'm supposed to be having a nice visit. Good. Great Uncle Ted catches my eye and reaches out. Without thinking, I flinch. I have a flashback to a movie I saw where a guy laid out like this had a monster burst out of his chest and jump on someone's face. I'm not saying I expect that to happen here, but hey, it does go through my mind. Great Uncle Ted's eyes change. He points impatiently to something on the table. A pad and paper. There is spidery writing on it. You want me to give you the pad, I ask? Now there's a flash of fire in Great Uncle Ted's eyes. I know when someone's ticked off. The message is clearly... Yes, you idiot, give me the pad. I hand the pad to my great-uncle, who winces in pain as he presses a button on the side of his bed that raises him to a seated position. Slowly, he writes something and then hands me the pad. Hurts too much to talk. You Amanda's boy, Ted? I start to write an answer on the pad. The next thing I know, great-uncle Ted yanks the pad out of my hands. The old dude is surprisingly strong. Beep, beep, beep. Great. Now the heart rate machine is going a lot faster. That can't be good. He scribbles something and hands the pad back to me. I'm not deaf, you little dope. Talk to me. I laugh in spite of myself. Of course, duh. Yes, uh, sir. I'm Ted. I feel a little weird introducing myself since he knows who I am, but since I don't remember him, it feels like the right thing to do. 
and I'm pretty sure he seems like a sir. The old man writes some more. He's writing with more energy now. You got big. Do you still like playing games? What games do you mean, sir? I ask. Kissing games? What the? Uh, no, sir, I began. I don't enjoy kissing games. That is, I've never played them. Maybe I would enjoy them if I did. I mean, you never know about something until you try it, right? I'm babbling now, trying to look casual. I lean against something, then realize it's a pole holding some fluid going into my great uncle, or maybe coming out of him. Hard to tell. Gross. I attempt to cross my legs, but I dare anyone to try to do it while wearing these ICU snot green colored clown pants they made me wear over my jeans to come in here. It's not so simple. So my leg sort of hovers, half hoisted. Meanwhile, Great Uncle Ted is scribbling away. I know you like computer games, you little twerp. I just wanted to see your face. I laugh, and I see a hint of a smile under all the machinery. You like the ones where you shoot people? I'm not allowed to play those, I say, which is the truth. I didn't ask if you were allowed to. I asked if you liked them. I smile and nod. This guy is pretty sharp. Um, yeah, I play them sometimes. Great Uncle Ted looks at me with an expression I can't make out. A lot of fun, huh? I guess, I shrug. I hope that's the only way you ever have to shoot and kill a man. The other way is a lot less fun. You've killed a man? I try to ask casually, but it kind of comes out in a squeak. Not my most macho moment, but give me a break. I wasn't ready for this. Quite a few, yes. What did Uncle Ted do before he retired? I wonder what sort of professions call for killing men. Or, more precisely, quite a few men. Was he a soldier? A hitman? Let's talk about something else. Why do you like these games so much? I'm happy to move on. I don't think the shooting games are all that, and that's the truth. It's more something to do with my friends when we hang out. What I really like is what are called escape-the-room games. Tell me about them. Sure, why not? They're kind of puzzles where you're stuck in a room and have to figure a way out. Great Uncle Ted's eyes survey the space around him. There's only one way to escape this room. Well, I don't agree, I say eagerly, standing up to look around. There are all sorts of exits if you look carefully, not just the door. There's that window. You could tie your sheets together and climb down there. Or maybe there's an air conditioning duct. Tap, tap, tap. My brilliant analysis is interrupted by the sound of my great uncle's pencil tapping loudly on the pad to get my attention. I was actually referring to dying, Ted. Try to keep up. I sit down, deflated. I guess I didn't think of that, I say honestly, because you seem so alive. Great Uncle Ted does his best to roll his eyes.